0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be the part two of Midnight Movie Talk episode nine, which is a continuation of my conversation with Xander Wagner. And in this episode, we start off by talking about the movie Houses October Built, which is a film that I recommended to him in our last episode together. So we talk about that movie a little bit, spoilers for the movie Houses October Built. And then from there we transition into extreme haunts, but specifically probably one of the most infamous extreme haunts that is out there, which is McKamey Manor. I will put a timestamp or something down in the show notes so if you want to skip the Houses October Built movie, Discussion. If you haven't seen that movie or you just want to jump straight into McKamey Manor with us, you can do so. Just check down below for that timestamp. And that makes up most of the episode. Uh, we transition towards the end into a few other topics that are somewhat related, such as this a little thing called tension or the tension experience. That Xander brings up that I had not heard of, so that was really interesting. Then we talk a little bit about Randonautica and some other things that are kind of related to all the topics that we discuss in the episode. I don't know, you gotta listen to find out. But once again, I would like to give a trigger warning Uh, this episode is not quite as extreme content wise as the last episode about disturbing films, but. Some of the stuff that revolves around McKamey Manor is not for the light of heart or the faint-hearted, whatever the term for that is. So it does get slightly graphic when I talk about it and describe it to Xander, who had not heard about it before. So if you have kids listening, if you're a part of the younger audience, or you just are sensitive to those types of topics, this may not be the episode for you, but you've been warned and with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. Do we
1: want to segue now into our next topic? Because I just finished uh, House's October built yesterday.
0: Oh, really? I did. And Dude. I don't know
1: if we want to. Do you want to go
0: ahead? What? Let's segue end. into. Extreme haunts? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so a topic that I really love to talk about, which is extreme haunts. What? Is, what is that? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we get into extreme haunts and Mckamey Manor specifically, which I'm very excited to talk about with someone who knows little to nothing about it, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about this subject in particular, um, but have never heard of. Is it McKamey Manor? McCammy Manor. McCammy yes. Manor. I've never heard of, so I am very intrigued, yes. and I can't wait to learn about it.
0: I am excited to talk to you about it. But first, you uh, you recently watched the movie "House Is October Built," which falls perfectly into this category or this topic that we'll be talking about. Yes, because it revolves around a group of friends who are traveling in an RV it's found footage and they are going from haunted house to haunted house somewhat searching for the most extreme haunt and trying to figure out if they actually use dead body parts in some of them um you've seen it more recently than me so yeah i saw it is, yesterday. That, is that right is uh
1: yeah that sounds right to me okay, uh, yeah. and i watched it because of People are listening and they listened to the last episode that I was on. Yeah. Uh, you recommended it. I had heard about it. I hadn't seen it until yesterday. Uh, it came out years ago, like 2014, I 13, think so. something like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, I checked it out yesterday. And you described the plot pretty much exactly on point. Um, and I liked the movie a lot. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the characters could have been a little more interesting. Yeah. Um, but Oh,
0: wait. Oh. There will be spoilers. I just want to throw that, in there. throw that in there for House of October Built. If I can figure it out, I'll put a timestamp down below if you want to skip straight into McCamie Manor for those of you who are crazy um, about that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so uh, I agree. No one is really like that likable. No, but they felt
1: like normal people because most people are kind of just average. Yeah, and they're kind of just normal, and like the humor, they just felt like a real group of. I think they are a real group of friends, right? Two of them are brothers, I think.
0: Yeah, so you're saying. Um, just to quickly recap, I I talked a lot more about this movie than I probably should have in my last episode with you, but um, yeah, it was made by this director from Dallas. Yeah, and these were all actual friends. One of them is his brother. The guy with the beard is actually the director's brother and the director's also in the film. He's the guy who's barely on camera with like the longish hair. Yeah. Um yeah, he's barely in the movie. He's barely in the movie. That? Yeah. That was kind of weird. It um, was
1: weird, but um no, I I agree with what you said on the last episode which was I didn't recognize specific places but it felt very Texas. Yeah, Like, uh, I think at one point they go to Mansfield, mm-hmm. which I had family that lived out there. So I was okay. always out there. So just seeing, like, the bars had a certain aesthetic, like yeah. the neon, the sort of, like, cowboy vibe. It was really cool. And, like, I think RVs are a very, if not Texas, very, like, southern thing, yeah. at least in my opinion. Like, on the street I live on, it seems like every other house has an RV parked in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I I love Texas films and i love texas filmmakers so yeah. that was an angle i really loved and the plot itself i thought worked really well i thought some mm-hmm. of it was creepy like there's the scene we already said spoilers so we're good yeah uh there's the scene where the girl kind of just like is dressed up
0: in her costume Dude, and just kind of yeah. walks into the rv that and was she's saying so it creepy. was creepy i was like what honestly i think that would be the creepiest moment of the movie for me i think it was possibly yeah. creepier yeah definitely Like, I like what they do in the end, and we'll get to that. But, yeah, that's got to be my creepiest moment. Like, the makeup, and however they did her face, because her mouth still moves. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, it's not just a generic mask. Yeah. It's, like, actual prosthetics that, I don't know, attach to her face and work where she can open her mouth or talk or whatever. And, yeah, just the whole aspect of them being followed by... These people, who are presumably from one of the previous haunts, who they may have offended, but you're not really sure exactly who they are. Well, you're you don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even know if they're tied in to this blue skeleton group. I mean, you can kind of assume that and guess, but I don't think they even bring up the blue skeleton thing until like closer to the end of the yeah, movie. It's like Is an, that right? At
1: least an hour in, they are. Um... They don't bring it up to like an hour. in. Yeah. And, Cause
0: they're at a haunt and somebody like recommends it or something yeah. and says, you got to go to new Orleans mm-hmm. for the blue skeleton haunt. And then coincidentally the, uh, the group, the blue skeleton group have already been kind of stalking them. in right. a way that's guess, kind of
1: the vibe Yeah, or the, the thing they want you to think is like, Oh, they've been watching them the whole time and yeah. they've been tracking. I think at one point one of the guys like loses his license and so you kind of get a sense like he had his identity so he could figure out where they were. Um, but I want to go ahead and say like this movie had me until the third act. Okay. I really didn't care for the third act. And I'm I, you said you liked the ending. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on yeah. it. Um, I just thought it just dropped the ball in my opinion. Like when I think of the best found footage horror movie, I think Blair Witch. Okay. Yeah. And I think that movie could have ended where they're running and they're like the girl screaming, what the fuck is that? And if she dropped the camera right there, that would still be a great horror movie. But when they get to the house in Blair Witch, it is so creepy Yeah. and is just a showstopper. And I was kind of want- one. I was like, OK, for this movie to kind of be elevated, it needs to hit a home run here. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why am I staring at a blue glow stick? just floating for like 20 minutes like you know you know what I'm talking okay, about Okay yeah yeah I was
0: like the, what's happening there were there were definitely parts of the ending that didn't work for me but hey you got to admit when they're on that like road in the middle of nowhere this dirt road and then that bus pulls up were you oh, not that was a great were you scene. not freaked out No that was a great like scene that, and I thought
1: that was going to be like the final set piece and I kind of wish mm-hmm. it was cuz that was tense
0: What um before we go into the specifics of the ending, what do you wish had happened from that bus scene on?
1: Well, I don't know per se. I'd have to think about it some more, but I thought the standoff was really great. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, you have 60 seconds to come out or we're going to kill your friend. I was like, oh, shit, this is like... yeah." It kind of felt like an action movie standoff, but in a good way. It felt mm-hmm. thrilling. And then they get on the bus, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then it just kind of got like some bizarre choices... Like, when they had the the girl tied up, the guy whispered in her ear, he's like, remember, record everything you see. And I was like, come on. <laughs> like, do we have to, like, there's got to be a better way to get the camera. Yeah. I mean, this is the complaint with everyone with found footage movies. Like, why are they still filming? And I okay. felt that line was trying to justify it. And I was like, that's a little weak, in my
0: opinion. Yeah, now that you bring that up, it is kind of like, these people are now in a life-or-death situation. Why would they still be holding the camera? They wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you and did right. you
1: see how big that fucking camera? I don't know if who was holding what camera, but the main camera of the movie yeah. was like a 12,000, probably way more. It was huge, and it was rigged up. It was a professional camera. Mm-hmm. And what kept pissing me off was like, it, they kept glitching. They kept doing that glitch effect, which I'm fine with. But that camera would never do that. Yeah. It like,
0: that's, that's, it, I agree with that. It was so
1: out of place. And I was like, it was kind of distracting. I get you have to make cuts, but like, just make the cut. Don't do the little staticky, like it's an old DV camera. It just didn't make sense for that yeah. quality of a camera. I'm nitpicking. I like, no, the movie.
0: you're, well, that's what we're talking about though. And yeah, I agree. And that's one thing that really pisses me off is, when people are using a modern digital camera and it has these glitching effects that you would, especially if it's a modern digital camera and it's a glitch that would only happen on a tape camera, yeah, or an that's older, what I kept thinking, yeah, yeah, like that. That stuff really bugs me. Um, you know what
1: I kept thinking about too was when you were telling me about it. You said, "Oh, there's the theatrical like HD version, yeah. and then there's the standard version, the standard definition." And I kept thinking, I was like, I think this movie would be better in standard definition, like lower quality. You think? Like when they were doing the interviews um, of people, I think mm-hmm. that was standard definition. Yeah, and I was. liked the look yeah. of that better than the kind of glossier thing. I think it just yeah. would have worked better. I don't know. I'm really curious to see the standard definition one.
0: Well, if you hated the glow stick ending, uh, part of the ending of the theatrical cut, you would absolutely hate the ending of the original uh S D cut because that's literally what the ending is. <laughs> in the, is the glow stick? Yeah, in the SD cut, the original cut, they are guided to it's almost like in the middle of a shopping center. Mm. They're guided to this building that is like the back of like a donut shop, is what it looks like. Something like that. To this door. There's actually, I think, four or five doors, so they each go in a different door in pairs or something, and it's literally just them, like, whispering to each other, and all you see is the glow stick in a dark room, and then you, like, hear somebody shuffling around. There's literally, like, 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes of just you looking at a fucking glow stick. It's not that yeah, great. Yeah, I thought of that
1: was lame.
0: And maybe that's why I like the ending of the theatrical more than you, it's because I saw what they started with, and then right. I saw what they ended up with, and I don't know. There, I don't know how they could have made it better. Like I'm, I'm okay with the ending that they ended up with. I like how they're all separated. We get to see each person's individual experience, although some of them better than others, um, and definitely. The the guy who's in the room with the record player, Mm -hmm. that song definitely didn't work in that scene for me. No. And kind of almost ruined the creepy vibes. But I don't know. Some of that imagery of them in those different locations worked for me. The weakest was definitely the one of the guy in the dark with the glow stick. Yeah. Um, I
1: just thought I just kind of got bored. I got disinterested when it came time for that yeah Um, but everything up until that point i was like believable performances uh pretty good setup it's had creepy moments throughout because the whole time i'm wondering okay how are they gonna creep me out before they get to the Mm -hmm. extreme hot that is you know yeah is or isn't real right because i you knew that was coming right um but they managed to do a pretty good job like some of the people they were interacting with i was like that dude's creepy. The giggles guy. Yeah. When they go to see giggles, and those two guys are in the bathroom with the girl, which was by uncomfortable. The
0: way, yeah, I don't feel like they necessarily had to throw in that sexual harassment scene, though. No, they didn't have to, but, <laughs> but it yes. definitely
1: made you like, ooh.
0: Yeah, it was definitely added to the creepy vibe. Yeah. Of just they're in a bad place with bad people, right? A bad area of town or whatever. Um, a place they probably shouldn't be. And they're meeting a guy who mm-hmm. they don't even know named Giggles Yeah, who comes creepily dancing in and like, follow me. But he doesn't, say, does he say anything? I don't think we see him say anything, right? I don't think you do. He just no. kind of like guides them outside sort of. Mm-hmm. And man, why didn't one of the guys stand up and say, hey, let me wait for you outside the bathroom to the girl like, come on, don't make the girl go to the restroom by herself in that <laughs> Girls shitty never go to the restroom by themselves. Yeah.
1: Usually they have another girl with them and yeah. then they go together. But if you're a guy, like, you're supposed to wait outside. Dude, yeah. Especially with that. I was thinking that restaurant. whole
0: time, like, is it, is no one going to go, like, stay in the restaurant with her while she uses the restroom? Like, yeah. come on. This is just a recipe for disaster. Well, that's what and, they wanted. They, yeah, they wanted shit to go south. Yeah. I guess. Yeah.
1: But it was a cool movie. You know, I like the vibe mm-hmm. of like, let's hop in an RV. We're going to look for a scary haunted house. And yeah. I thought it was original. Uh, I understand why it was successful. And I think it's uh, hopeful for people who are making stuff. And you look at that and you go, oh, yeah. that's something within reach. It's a simple idea that they just did kind of on a budget. Mm-hmm. So, really cool. I liked it.
0: Yeah. We have not seen the second one, just the first one.
1: I had not seen, or I have not seen the second one. Um, I did read the synopsis, and I guess they go for like a meta angle. Spoilers again. Uh, well, they survive, and they're like, yeah. the first one was a movie. Am I right on that? Or No.
0: Well. There's like a man, shot of them
1: at a film festival or something. Is
0: that for? No, I don't know what that was. Oh, maybe I was looking it at definitely, something. Definitely. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I liked more than the first one, but there's also a lot of stuff. That I liked a lot less, and really? maybe we'll get to that in the future. Which episode. one do you think is better? Man, I don't know. Right after I watched them back to back, and right after watching the second one, I thought the second one was better. But the more I thought about it, the more I hated it, mm. and the more I liked the first one better. And I absolutely despise the ending of the second one. And man, I wish you'd seen it because I would love to dive into that. We'll do another yeah, episode in the future. This is um,
1: becoming a House is October Build yeah. podcast at this point.
0: Um, But I'd say the first one. I'd definitely say the second one's worth watching. It's a great double feature. It's great to watch them back to back. That's about it, though. They're not the greatest movies, but they're really cool. You know, I just recently discovered them as well, and it was kind of fun to watch them during October.
1: Yeah, it set a good Halloween vibe. Like I yeah. think at the bottom there's the text that says, like, days till Halloween and then it'll count down from like five to four. Like, I love stuff like that because every year, I don't know if you feel it, but like it does feel like there's this kind of momentum to Halloween. Yeah. Like, I think they captured that they were excited. They liked the holiday. They just wanted something to scare them. Yeah. And, uh, I can relate to that. I think any horror fan can relate to that.
0: It did kind of seem like no one on the, in the RV in the friend group was interested Except for the main guy setting it all up though. <laughs> like, yeah, he seemed like I, the only one interested they in said, finding the extreme haunt. Yeah. The other people were like, whatever, I'm along for the ride. Well, the one dude was just
1: trying to get laid, the brother yeah. or whatever, he was just like, I'm gonna try to hook up with every girl I see. Yeah. I Even the girl that yeah. was
0: was it was she with one of the guys? See, that's the confusing aspect because apparently she was. She was dating the main guy who was setting up the trip. Yeah but they don't make it clear in the film. Well, they're like in
1: bed together.
0: Yeah. But and the then, way they're in bed together is so awkward. It is. And it doesn't seem like it, it, seems more like they could be brother and sister. Yeah. The way they interact with each other. But yes, they are supposed to be a couple in the movie, which I found out afterwards. Yeah. I didn't even, I was trying to figure it out during the movie, but I just, I couldn't, I don't think they made it clear enough. Um,
1: I also thought the movie was really funny. Yeah. I was surprised how many times I laughed. I mean, it's probably not considered like a horror comedy, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of levity. It was, you know, it got a lot of laughs from me. So yeah. uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I I think it was good. And I think leads into our next topic that we can talk about, which what they do in the movie looking for extreme haunts. Yeah. I don't know if you want to take it from here. So
0: I have been looking for somebody to talk to about this, and I think it's great. You that got you the don't... wrong person. <laughs> well, I think it's great that you don't know anything about it.
1: I know a little. I've I've done a little digging, done some you know research here and there throughout the years, but uh, I n- have never been to one. Yeah, I don't really. I know of one specifically that I'll talk about later, but um, and I don't even know if it'd be considered an extreme hot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess for people, maybe you should explain. Like, yeah. So, what it is,
0: first of all, I can, I don't know why I'm, I still don't know exactly, but I can't handle haunted houses, even your basic haunted house. Something about being in a dark environment where people who are anonymous with these masks popping out at you, jump scares get me as well. I can't, I can barely handle it. I wish I could, I wish it instilled the kind of fear within me that other people get that's an enjoyable fear. Um, But the topic of extreme haunts, which obviously if I can't handle a normal haunt, you'll never see me going through an extreme haunt.
1: I'm with you there. But
0: it fascinates the hell out of me. And the one we're going to talk about today, or mostly focus on today, is McKamey Manor, which is run by this guy named Russ McCamey He is I believe an Air Force veteran and he runs a haunted house that started in his own house in his backyard in San Diego, I believe, and then he moved it He's moved it around a bunch. I don't really know exactly where he's located today. I know he at one time was in San Diego. I believe he's now either in Tennessee and or Huntsville, Alabama, but long story short, he runs what is arguably the most extreme quote-unquote haunt, because some people would not even consider this a true haunt, and I'm probably in that category, but I'm also not here to to bash him or his little haunt, but I'm also not here to fully support it, because let me just start by saying there's a lot of groups out there that want to shut this down, that want to shut him down, and there are a lot of groups that are for him being allowed to do this, and I fall somewhere in the middle. I don't fully support it, but as we'll get to here in a minute, there uh, there are some things that, there's some things that are fucked up about it that I disagree with, but Man, I, this,
1: I I have no idea what this is about. This seems complicated and very I fucking should, interesting.
0: I know. I don't know if I'm doing a good or bad job by you're setting doing, you're, it up like this. Oh, you're
1: drumming up suspense. I okay, I good. have a guess, but I'm going to keep it to myself.
0: So, so go ahead. The This is a haunt where you sign a 30-page waiver, and they're basically allowed to do anything they want to you. They are allowed to simulate quote-unquote waterboarding. I don't know how you simulate waterboarding. They will put you in a freezer with a lid on the top filled with water where you only have like a couple inches to breathe. They will tie you up. They're allowed to cut your hair. They're allowed to get you wet. You're going to be very wet when you get out of this thing. Some people have thrown up and been forced to eat their own vomit. They will use live animals. Okay, wait. Hold on. Them on. How do you, you get
1: how do you get forced to do that?
0: Well, that's the thing. You're <laughs> they're basically kidnapping you. You sign up oh, for this, man. and Which
1: is just like the movie House is October yes. Built.
0: This is what happens. You sign up for this and you're under their control. They will yell at you, scream at you, fish hook you in the mouth. Oh, I've seen an image of... Oh, yeah. yeah. You can look at some of the after photos of people going through this, and it is not a pretty sight. Who are the types of people going to this? I have no clue. You don't know any of them personally? (laughs) I have yet to meet someone who would be willing to go through this. And the thing is, man, I wish this was a video podcast, because there is a lot of great... Man, if you're listening to this and you're interested in this topic, you should go look it up if you want to find out more.
1: but What would they search, like image-wise? Oh, the just stuff you've just seen? search
0: McKamey Manor. There's two YouTube pages. One is called... Man, I should have looked this up ahead of time. One is just called McKamey Manor, and one is called something else related to McKamey Manor. I'm not sure if they're both connected to the actual haunt or if one is just a fan page, but the thing about this is, the guy who runs it, Russ McKamey, He has actors who are doing most of the heavy lifting, most of the quote-unquote torturing, Um, and he films it all and alleges that it's live streaming to Vegas where people can place money on what they want to happen to the individual. Now, that's kind of like almost a myth, although I think I have seen Russ McCamey actually talk about that. But where it's streaming to is kind of unknown what kind of money is being exchanged back and forth is unknown and that's the thing this haunt is free all really? you have to do it's a nonprofit and all you have to do is donate two bags of dog food because Russ is um he's a member or a part of the Greyhound Foundation that rescues greyhound dogs i want to know so, this guy's whole backstory oh, it's, like this sounds insane well so that's that's an interesting thing because He's a very normal seeming dude, a very charismatic dude. You can watch plenty so of interviews with him. Yeah, he seems like a, a cool guy to go grab beer with. Like he seems just like the ordinary person. Yet he runs this extreme haunt where he's literally you really gotta watch the videos, which I'll show you after the podcast, to understand the gravity of like what's going on. But the thing is, these people sign up for it. You don't have to pay for it. Apparently the waitlist is really long. People are like dying to get into this thing. Yet there is so much video out there of what they do to you. And people are still willing to go in there. And that's why I'm okay with it to some degree. Because these people know at this point what they're getting into. Because today there is so much information out there about it. Like I don't blame some of the early contestants if you will who went through it not really knowing what it was, thinking they were going into just, you know, a typical haunted house or something, and then they ended up being tortured. But at this point, it's,
1: like, impossible just to stumble on it. Yeah. Like, you have to seek it out, and you're agreeing to it. Yes. So, therefore, whatever happens to you.
0: You're not only agreeing to it, but he videotapes him reading the waiver to you or you reading the waiver He will explicitly tell you what's going to happen to you or what could happen to you. And before you even get to that point, before you even meet Russ McCamey in person with the waiver, you have to make videos, at least in some cases. He's had people, like, make videos of them going out of their way to do certain things in public to prove that they are serious about going through the haunt. Like, one guy, he had to, you know, wear, like, a a bunny onesie in public and hop around like a bunny and have someone like record him past now at like Easter eggs or something. And you also have to like go through several (laughs) interviews with him and you have to get a physical that says you're capable of going through the haunt. You have to get in a, a mental evaluation. Now there could be some controversy as to whether or not, uh, he actually makes you go through, go to those links Or makes everyone go through all of those hoops to be a part of the haunt or go through it. But the videos that I've seen, these people not only know what they're getting into, but they went out of their way to do all this extracurricular stuff before they're even eligible to go through the haunt. So it's like at that point, you are well aware of what you're doing, and I just don't understand it.
1: The question that's on my mind and probably on the minds of those listening, has anyone died?
0: That is a great question. Now, Russ has said in one clip that I watched that some woman had a heart attack during it. And I, I can't remember if he said she died or not, but that's another thing. There's no medical staff on hand that is there to like rush in. You know, apparently he does notify the police in the area and he's worked with them so they know what's going on. Is this year-round? Yes. Hmm. It is not only during October, but it's a year-round thing. Apparently he has people go through every weekend. I don't know if, you know, he actually does it every weekend. And um from the research that I've done, I've been following this for a while since maybe like 2016 is when I first heard about it and they haven't updated the YouTube channels in a while. So I don't exactly know what is currently going on, but I was listening to a podcast like this one that was talking about McKamey Manor and they actually reached out to Russ McCamey, called him and were able to get an interview with him. And this was a somewhat recent podcast, maybe like a few months ago. And this is where it kind of gets a little, little weird because before I heard this interview with Russ McCamy on this podcast, I thought it was just rumors, but in this interview, he confirms, Russ McCamey confirms that he uses uh, MKUltra techniques of brainwashing and manipulation during the haunts and that he will actually administer psychoactive drugs to the contestants during well, the like- haunt. And that's probably in the fine
1: print, I'm guessing, right? In the waiver?
0: I don't know. Some of the videos that I've seen, he he will say that to the... Well, actually, I don't know. You might be right because I didn't know about that being confirmed until I heard him talk about it in the interview.
1: He could be like some operative for the CIA. Like I know you said he was Air Force, but he could be like way more than that and taking what he's Uh using and spinning it into entertainment. I mean, that's just where my kind of conspiracy mind goes is like, what if, yeah, he learned these weird techniques like you said, and he's sort of like, how can I, you know? I mean, my thing is like, I would think that kind of character would be like, how can I make money off of this? That's what I was gonna say. But like, you said he doesn't charge anything. So what is the motive? Why is he doing this? Like, have you heard anything? from well, him on why he does it like deep down?
0: Well, there's the whole Vegas thing that he, but all that is kind of,
1: it's conjecture. It's
0: it's kind of like uh, almost a myth. Like we're not right. sure if it actually goes on. Some people say that it's, he's like selling it on the deep web or the dark web. And, uh, I don't know if there's any information about that out there being true or not, but that's kind of my guess is that, there's got to be some sort of money exchange, whether that's people watching it live stream in Vegas, putting money down or something, mm-hmm. which I don't think you can classify yourself as a nonprofit if that kind of stuff is going on. If you're getting a profit. Yeah. So I'm sure Russ would not be open about that if it is going on because he'd get shut down. I think the only way he's even able to still operate is because he's a nonprofit He's not making any money off of this. People are willingly volunteering to go through this. So, just a side sure.
1: note, uh, I wish this is kind of where Houses October Built went in yeah. the third act was like, you need a character like a Russ McCamey mm-hmm. who they go and they talk to and they're like, is this guy for real? Does he have like an evil plan? Because in the movie, it's like the blue skeleton are just random people in blue skeleton masks. And it's like, mm-hmm. eh, we need a kind of big bad. Yeah, I'm not saying Russ McCamey's a bad guy. I don't know him. I'm just learning about this, but like that character, and I know he's a real person, but he mm-hmm. sounds like a character, like larger mm-hmm. than life. Yeah, uh, like you just want to know what's going on in their head. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? And like, I don't know. It's just interesting.
0: Yeah, and there's been a lot of speculation that it's a some sort of sexual thing that he gets off on it you know he spends hours editing everyone's videos and that's an, that brings up another point that he even admits he is not releasing the entire video he takes out the worst parts so what you're seeing on YouTube and on the website is not the full length experience that the person is going through mm-hmm. these people will go through for like you know 6 hours and he'll you know he'll post like a 3 hour video so you're seeing a lot but You know, it's like, what are we not seeing?
1: What are you not seeing? You know, which might provide more clues to the whole story. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is it's sort of hard to, you know, dock him because it's like, he's so open about everything. He's like, yeah, this is what I do. uh, Or at least from what you say, Mm -hmm. which is like, he makes the videos explaining everything. He has them sign the waivers. Like he's just so upfront. So it's hard to be like, oh, there's something fishy. And it's like, well there could be but he's so open about everything else why wouldn't he be open about this or that yeah you know and i'm i'm fascinated i mean i'm going to go home and yeah research it is this.
0: a huge rabbit hole yeah. to fall down <laughs> is there
1: like a good like comprehensive youtube video or channel like people can check out or i can check out
0: well um probably <laughs> i i don't know uh, there there is a podcast that I think I sent it to you when I was mentioning doing this episode that let me pull it up real quick. I don't remember. It's a podcast that does I'm a pretty it does a pretty good overview of the entire situation. Let me find it real quick. So it is the Lights Out podcast, mm. episode number 26. They have a YouTube video and audio where they talk about the haunt in detail. They did this episode not long ago, so it is uh you know, fairly current. And I think they did a good job of kind of covering all the bases, kind of like I'm trying to do right here. And, yeah, other than that, just go watch some of the videos that are on. Again, there's two YouTube channels. Uh, one is called just McKamey Manor, and the other is called McKamey Manor Presents. Now, it's it's unclear. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. It, it's unclear. Copyright. To me, which... Uh, which YouTube channel is the actual YouTube channel? But to have the footage that each YouTube channel has, I think they're both probably legit and connected to the to the haunt. Um, but yeah, go watch some of the experiences that these people have gone through. Some of the footage—it uh, is crazy, man. Like it is no joke. Like these people go through some shit some stuff that I would never want to go through and that's another thing is that there's a safe word. There used to not be a safe word, but then when he moved it to, I think, Tennessee they required him to have a safe word. Like state law? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) That's wild. But if you watch the videos, when they say the safe word, they don't just immediately stop. They slowly ramp it down Mm. and there's arguments that that is not ethical, and I can agree with that. I can see
1: where this is like
0: a moral gray yeah. area for sure. And he'll also, um, if he even offers you a safe word, because you know some say he doesn't even offer a safe word, um, but some of the videos that I've seen, he'll give you a safe word, but it's not a really it's not really a safe word. It's a safe like phrase or paragraph. You have to remember like an extended sentence to say. So in the heat well. of the moment, like yeah.
1: you're panicking, how, mm-hmm. how good are you at remembering, you know, a sentence? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it might be difficult. I don't know. Yeah. It seems kind of like, like I said, he's upfront about a lot of things, but some of it does seem a little shady, but yeah, then you go back and forth with, well, people know what they're getting into. They know exactly what they're signing up for. So, how do you tell them you can't do it?
0: Like that's yeah. people's rights, you know? It's like that's kind of where I'm at. Like yeah. if you again, he does he he even he's even open about this that he doesn't show the whole video, he doesn't show the worst part. But I feel like what he does show is so extreme that if you watch that and you're still willing to go, like the stuff we were not seeing, I feel like how can it be that much? worse than what we see I know you haven't seen any of this so it's hard for, for you to maybe picture it but um, my mind's wondering the videos that I will show you about it and of the of it I don't know how you could watch that and still want to go and if you do watch that and still want to go you're probably crazy enough like you're you're probably who he's looking for to do this so go for it I guess you're Next. I don't know
1: that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for me. That's a no. But uh,
0: man, you know. and he's also like I've watched. I watched way more footage of people going through this than the average person probably should. But I've seen uh, Marines go through Navy SEALs, people like that, and seeing they they just looked absolutely traumatized at the end. They are begging him to quit, and I i don't know. There's got to be something we're not seeing, though, because i that's where I'm kind of split about it because I feel like, yes, there, I'm kind of going back on what I just said, but yes, there's a ton of footage out there that should deter the average person, and I'm sure it would but deter the don't average see person, it, you know? but there could be some stuff going on under the table that is bad enough, that maybe it should be shut down, but I don't know what that is. Only one way to find out. So I can't support shutting him down until I know what that is. And I'm also not, uh, I don't know. I just think if you're you're willing to go through this, you're crazy.
1: There's only one way to find out what is going on. Yeah. You got to go.
0: Maybe that is like the allure for some people. They're like, no way it's that
1: bad or like. You know, they see it and they're like, well, some of these military
0: guys, they might have that macho mindset of, dude, I can handle it. Yeah. But you sure? Man, I don't know. And some of the people that go through it end up working for the haunt. Like that one military guy. So it's like
1: a cult. That's what it sounds like to me. You got to have the initiation. You go to the place and it's out in the middle of nowhere. And then you get recruited to be a part of it. And then get other people <laughs> involved like it's crazy it's like a weird i don't know yeah uh, that's really interesting though and it reminds me i i think it was called 13 floors but there was one around here i believe that I like think
0: it was in i think that's either in austin or san antonio yeah i'm where not sure
1: you do sign a waiver or maybe it's in dallas i don't know and if you make it to the 13th floor uh you get your money back Oh really? I think that's how it works. Yeah, but it's similar. I doubt it's as extreme, mm-hmm. but I know they can like grab you and touch you and like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would love to read like, because I haven't looked too much into this, but I would love to read the stories where things went really bad. Yeah. And like, obviously, I don't want anyone to die or be actually hurt, but I would love to hear like oddball stories about people's oh, yeah. experiences where and they're those like, are uh, out there. yeah, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe someone's like made a. YouTube video about that. Like they oh, yeah. vlog right after they get out. Someone lost an eye or something. A,
0: well, there is a lot of people who have gone through that absolutely hate it and are a part of the hate groups that are trying to shut them down. Oh, so
1: they get converted. They're like, Oh, this will be cool. And then they come out and they're like, this yeah, is they're like, fuck evil. this.
0: People have tried to sue him. As far as I know, no one has successfully uh, been able to do that. And, but there's, there's a whole group of people that say the waiver doesn't mean shit. If you want out of that experience and he's not letting you out, that is illegal and I don't know, I kind of agree with that, but why would you be there in the first place? like mm. I'm so torn on this, and I've gone back and forth over the years of of hating it and thinking it should be shut down to thinking, well, if these people volunteered and knew what they were getting into, then. Why not? And I still today am kind of torn on the issue, but it's it's definitely something that fascinates the hell out of me and like you like we were just mentioning, there is a lot of a lot of stories of people who have gone through and a lot of crazy stuff to research that even though I've said a lot, I'm barely scratching the surface. There's a lot of stuff out there about this and yeah, if anything I've said, makes you interested go and let us know yeah go check it out and let us know what you think unfortunately there's no way to comment on this audio podcast but
1: <laughs> they can reach out to you they can yeah
0: go to my instagram go to my youtube channel and watch a few videos while you're there you know just get my view count up there, there you go. go come on plugging um so you i don't know that's kind of everything I've got on this without showing footage of it, uh, which I'm dying to show you some footage. I wish I could show the viewers some footage right now. Uh, But like I said, there's a lot out there, so go check it out for yourself. Uh, But you said you wanted to talk about an extreme haunt that you've done some research on.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if it falls under extreme haunt. It's in that category, Mm -hmm. and you'll understand when I explain it. But uh, So Darren Lynn Bowsman, who... Uh, directed Saw two, three, and four. He, uh, I was listening to an interview with him, and he basically said like he got burnt out of directing Saw and directing scary movies, and he was just kind of like jaded from the whole filmmaking process. And he was like mm-hmm. looking for something else to do, something uh, more interesting. And so he, the way he described it is, he said he and a couple of his friends made a website called the I I know the whole thing was called the tension experience okay. and I believe that was the name of the website. I'm not 100% on that. But he said they made a website and they didn't put anyone's name on it. So no one knew where this website came from and he said some people would kind of find it on their own, but he said they would like target people. They would like follow certain people on social media, just strangers, just
0: okay. anyone, right? This, this is starting to sound like Blue Skeleton. A little uh, it, bit. It's
1: close. It's really close. Yeah. And that's why I think it is perfect for this conversation. Because I don't know if it's an extreme hot, but it's very close to one. So what he said they did is in the source code for the website, uh, they put a message that said, help me. And under that, they put a phone number. Mm. And he said it took a little bit, but basically enough people got interested in the website. Like, what the hell is this? And I don't remember what was on the website, but it was very cryptic and like kind of pulled people in. They're like, oh, okay. there's a mystery here. Like, what yeah. am I going to find out, right? So eventually people went into the source code, probably some programmers or something, and they were like, uh, what is this number? Why is someone saying help me? And if you called the number, someone would tell you to go to an address at a specific date Ooh. and a specific time. And they had actors, um, uh, he said they had actors 24 seven, ready to answer the phone. Wow. Yeah, playing like different characters and uh-huh. like doing different voices. And so everyone kind of got a different experience. And so basically like these people got this thing and they would go to this warehouse. And from there, there was some sort of thing they interacted with, but they, they had like people, uh, people were being stalked, but it was part of the experience.
0: Like, being stalked once they got to the address? Yeah, like,
1: they were going to be followed. I don't remember what was in the warehouse, Uh um, per se, but it was, like, something happened there, and then from there, you basically became a character in a movie. Okay. Except it was happening in real time. So, uh, he said they would find out who they were kind of dealing with, like, personality-wise, because it wasn't that many people that found out about this. I think he said it was 30 in total. Oh, really? Yeah. And... um, he said that um yeah, people would be followed and they had different scripts depending on personality types. So if they thought someone was aggressive and would like approach an actor, they would get, you know, the script for that person, like it would mm-hmm. change. So they had all these presets like, oh, let's try to predict someone's behavior based on their I'm assuming their social mm-hmm. media. It's really kind of interesting. Yeah. And so Eventually, these people kind of knew what they were in. They're like, oh, I'm like a character in a horror thriller. And that was the tension experience. And then he said they revealed it to everyone. It's like, hey, this is our, our thing. This is the tension experience. And they started selling tickets to the finale. And the finale, I think, was in this, like, theater or something. And people were going to go experience the, you know, the grand ending to this whole thing. And I don't yeah. know what it was. Uh, he didn't reveal it in that particular interview, but um, uh-huh. super kind of interesting idea. He kind of took like, Hey, I'm tired of making movies. Let me try to like put people in a mm-hmm. real life movie. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the, uh, the tension experience,
0: what it was called. I can't believe I haven't heard of this like yeah. that. Sounds very interesting. Um, So do you know any more about it? Like though so he recruits you to be in, so he's is he make he's making a film with the people that show up? No, so he doesn't or... like
1: he wants the experience like you're a character in a horror movie. So I'm explaining it kind of bad, but essentially he would track someone and be like, "Oh, go to this address," and then he'd see them walking, and I guess I don't know how he and his crew pulled it off, but they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, there's that person. Let's get actor A to walk in front of them or behind them and start stalking them. So they had it all kind of like planned out and I guess they managed to do it with 30 contestants or Mm. whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, basically made them feel like they were the protagonist in a movie, but they weren't filming anything. It was just, the experience was literally for them.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I know a lot of the, a lot of these people, for some of the people that have even gone through McKamey Manor, say they were looking for that next adrenaline sort of experience. That they they wanted to find a haunted house. They gave you the experience of being in a horror movie. Unfortunately, the people that chose McKamey Manor got rudely awakened to being waterboarded. But um, it sounds like this is more of down that avenue that those people we're probably looking for
1: it's similar. Yeah. And for me, I just don't click with that. When you uh-huh. like, when you say like, Oh, people have watched every single horror movie. They're looking for the next thing for me. That's why I like horror movies. Yeah. Cause I'm fucking afraid of everything. Like yeah. I'm afraid of flying. I'm afraid of this. And that is like, so horror movies make me feel safe in a weird way. I'm like, I know this can't hurt me.
0: Yeah. And so that's, I mean, it's a way of experiencing a fear without living it in exactly, real life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's
1: no threat of danger. And these whatsoever. these
0: people are obviously looking to really experience that.
1: Yeah, and they may be horror fans and love horror movies. I'm sure a lot of yeah. them do. But I just never. I like haunted houses, but like I said earlier, I would never do an extreme haunt because yeah. that's just like I don't want to go through that. Yeah. And also, when I was reading about and listening to the interview about the tension experience. I was like, who has the time to do this? I'm like people, (laughs) I mean, not so much now because of COVID, but like 40 hour work weeks, uh, you got groceries, you got to pick like, who's having the time to be like, I'm just going to be a character in a movie. Like, yeah, your life must be pretty good. (laughs) If you have the time (laughs) to do that. So that was another thing I thought I was like, that's kind of odd. That's got to be some like board rich person. That's like, yeah, let me, uh, be a protagonist in a, a fake. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a little strange, but interesting.
0: As a quick side note, this kind of sounds like a cicada three, three Oh one. Oh, the internet mystery.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those have been popping up those in like ARGs and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyone listening who found the tension experience interesting, go look that up. Cicada three, three Oh one an internet mystery. There's a great YouTube video. By Lamino. I hope I'm saying that right. On YouTube that I've watched in the past. I need to rewatch that. I love watching that video. It's like a real world scavenger hunt that requires like coding and stuff for people to find different parts to this mystery. I'm not gonna go into it right now because I don't I don't know enough about it off the top of my head to to talk about it, but it's very interesting. So once we wrap up this episode, I want to show you some, depending on how much time we have after this interview, uh, I want to show you some footage from McKamey Manor, see what you think, <laughs> and, you know, maybe in the future, we'll do a follow-up episode.
1: Maybe we'll just once. go to it and stand outside of it and just watch people go in and come <laughs> out and we'll just be like, what'd you think? Well, that's
0: the thing. I, I think the location is pretty, like, secret. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how he like doesn't get, uh, raided by these protesters, these people who hate Russ McKamey and the McKamey Manor. I'm surprised he's able to, I mean, I, I, obviously I think he's got a decent amount of land in Tennessee or Huntsville, Alabama, wherever the hell he's running this thing now. So I'm sure it's private property. I'm sure he has it fenced off somehow so that no one can just walk onto his property and protest, but I wonder if he's ever experienced protests. I'm sure. I mean, I know online there's tons of protests trying to shut him down. But whether but...
1: those people can find him and have yeah, them pitchforks I the pitchforks outside the fence. Yeah. The uh, one thing I want to bring up that I thought sort of falls under this, but there's a great video on YouTube um, by Nexpo. Have you heard of Nexpo on YouTube? I think YouTube? so. So it's short for Nightmare Expo. He does a bunch of like mystery related stuff he kind of goes down rabbit holes he's really good uh but he did a video on randonautica have you heard of this yes yeah okay good we can talk about this i've never
0: i've used it myself and never unfortunately found anything interesting it just tells me to go around the block the tree (laughs) and then nothing's there yeah But, but there have
1: been so let's explain it for people that don't know what it is so i have the website pulled up here and it says randonautica the world's first quantumly generated Choose your own adventure reality game. So I guess the quantumly generated is how you end up with what your experience was, which is you turn a couple corners and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, a tree. Okay, what am I supposed to find? But it, if you look at Nexpo's video, you'll see like some people have found some crazy, crazy stuff. And know, I'm like, there is no yeah. way that's just random. It's crazy.
0: I mean, I I know that those people found a body in a suitcase.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to get to, and that's what his video touches on, which is these people are using the Randonautica app and they got uh, directed to this suitcase, like literally the coordinates went right to it, Mm -hmm. which makes you wonder, like, how was it that accurate? Was it a mistake? I mean, they came out and said, oh, it was coincidence, right? But the fact that there was actually a body in that suitcase, I'm not going to try to explain it further. I mean, we kind of jumped ahead, but... um, you can go watch that video about it but here's what else it says about the randonautica app Um, it puts the user in the director's chair of an adventure story yet to be written by using the app the user can break from their mundane day-to-day and take a journey of random randomness into the world around them so it's sort of like Mm -hmm. hey your life sucks it's boring we're going to give you a place to go that you haven't heard of that's really close by Sounds like my life, right now. <laughs> Come on, man. No, um, so it's it's fascinating. It it makes you wonder, like, is it geared towards teenagers who have all this free time, yeah, and sort of want that adventure, because um, that those were most of the people in the video. Because at 26 years old, I'm like, Ugh, it's
0: too much work. Yeah,
1: I'm not gonna go, th- like.
0: Well, so this this random Nautica thing. It's actually been a thing for a long time. Has it? It just was in the form of a website uh-huh. until they recently made it an app. And uh, I don't know. I heard... Man, I wish I could remember her name. I don't know. But I heard this one podcast of this lady talking about it about how it like led her on some like crazy journey and she like was visualizing something when she went into the website and it brought her literally to that that thing she was visualizing, which was like a house with no windows or something really weird. And, yeah, I don't know. I want to have an experience like that. That would be cool. Maybe not so cool. I don't know. but It could be. It could be.
1: That could be a cool video as well as the McKamey Manor. It's kind of
0: like seeing a ghost. Like I've never seen one, but I want to. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to
1: depends on the ghost yeah and depends what you think ghosts are that's a whole other episode yeah are they dead people are they uh some kind of weird cosmic yeah entity that's not a you know what i mean like yeah is it aliens
0: is it demons
1: i'm not stoned i i'm just i'm just thinking out (laughs)
0: loud yeah
1: uh no but randonautica is interesting how much of it is uh i hope i'm using this term correctly but like confirmation bias like She said, oh, I was thinking I was going to see a house with the windows or whatever. But like how much of that was you saw it and then you, you know what I mean? Like a weird deja vu thing. Yeah. We were like, oh, I was thinking that. It's like, were you or are you just kind of like thinking you were, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: I agree. And I I don't know. Like I said, I've never had any, like I've gone ghost hunting with the app. Been like, I want to see some freaky shit, man. Take me somewhere and it takes me to a spot that I've already been a million times or driven by. It's like, there's nothing here, or it's in somebody's backyard. And I'm not gonna, you know, trespass. Why not? Well, <laughs>
1: you're a good guy. That's to, why. To you're go morally into, sound.
0: To some random dude's backyard. I used to do it w- all the time. Probably gonna be nothing there but dog shit and a chew toy. Mm. I don't know. Have you used it? Have you used the app?
1: I haven't used the app. Um, but like I said, I'm too lazy now. I'm like,
0: man.
1: I mean, I do have time, but yeah, not for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I know you can set how far of a like radius you want it to, to use. Yeah. But every time I've used it, and again, maybe it's because I need to set the radius to be bigger or whatever, but it never sends me that far. And it does seem, like, so random. And you... I, I just... I don't know.
1: That's where the rando comes from. Yeah, I, from I mean,
0: obviously, I guess <laughs> you're right. That is so weird, though, that those people found a body using that app.
1: That's strange. I, I can't
0: explain that.
1: Yeah, you got to watch the video, like I said, the Nexpo YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, check that out. It's really chilling and just makes you go, okay, wait a minute. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm... I'm thinking there's going to be a lot more things like this. I don't know how successful they'll be, but things like random Nautica, the tension experience, there's going to be people out there who are like, Hey, watching on a screen is boring. Yeah. And we we need to push the boundary. Like we need virtual reality. And like, I don't really agree with that. I think I want to see those things. I want to see innovation, but like, I don't think the horror film watching a movie on the screen will ever go away. I think it's just such a – it's the perfect balance between, you know, being immersed yeah. and then not having to do too much.
0: Yeah, like for me, I'm good with a horror movie. Yeah. I'm interested in all this other stuff, but I'm okay watching Nexpo make a video about it. Right. Rather than experiencing it myself. You don't have to live it, right? Yeah. You can just watch it. and. But I hope this stuff does happen and and people do push the boundaries – because we want to watch videos about it. Because I want to watch it. videos about it from the comfort of my own home. We're lazy.
1: We're sitting on a couch right now, and we're yeah. just like, chill it.
0: Just Russ McCamey, please don't come knocking on my door. But, you know, I'll still I'll watch what's going on with your haunt online. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are we just getting old? Is that what's happening? I guess. My knees are creaky. I'm like, man, yeah. I'm falling apart. Maybe if I was like 15, I'd be like, horror films are boring. Yeah, I just want a Nautica Like... I don't know. Yeah. That's I don't know. It's like a weird kinetic horror Snapchat TikTok thing. Like it's like Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it'll take off. My little brother's eight. He loves horror films. Mm-hmm. Uh he hasn't discovered Randonautica yet, thankfully. Yeah. He'd probably be sneaking out like trying to find <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um I've never done it at
0: night. Maybe that's the
1: key. Maybe that is the key. Yeah. Maybe that little tree you found at night, the mm. moon like shines. Oh yeah. There's like a message. I'm just.
0: Yeah. I the moonlight's going to shine perfectly on like a key. How long. It's going to open a door. <laughs> how long did
1: you look though? Like when you went to the spot yeah. where did you fish around? I, I, no, I, I just, you just stood there. I, and I we're did, like, well, no. one of,
0: so you can choose how many points you want it to give you. So I did like three or something. One of them was just like, in someone's front yard. I just drove up. That's a good glance. There was nothing there. Uh, one of them was, I wonder if they know that,
1: that their house is a spot. Like, I mean,
0: it's literally random coordinates, so it could be anywhere. Like it doesn't discriminate whether or not the, the coordinates are on a house. You know, you're not going to go knock on, I mean, you could, but someone will, some stupid teenager will. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe that it's paranormal. um, I think it's just it's it's just random coordinates, and you find what you want to find. And some of these more imaginative people, although you can't really imagine a body in a freaking suitcase, right. that's pretty crazy. But, um, you know what I mean. I don't know.
1: But it is interesting because because it's random. It can kind of make you go off the beaten path, and you never know what you're gonna find. Yeah, there's like a theory out there. There's a name for it. Someone will figured out but it's like the way roads and cities and towns are designed yeah it's designed in a way to make you move kind of like on a grid yeah and where randonautica comes into play is like hey we're gonna take you off the grid and although you may not find something every time most time you're gonna find something interesting where you're gonna Mm -hmm. be like oh okay yeah you know what i mean like uh, well that's what
0: i was hoping for i was hoping to find some hidden trail into the woods that I'd never noticed before because even before this app, I actively seek out those off-the-grid locations mm-hmm. of like, hey, let's. I've never driven down this random dirt road. Let's see if there's any hidden trails that are along it that no, one's, no one really goes on and stuff like that. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't uh, been guided by Randonautica to find anything cool, but I don't, it sounds like some people have, though. Yeah. So that's really cool. For the people who may not go exploring, it is kind of a cool way to get people into that. And for that, it is cool. And, uh, yeah.
1: They should do like a, I'm sure they have it, but like treasure hunting app or something where someone mm-hmm. hides something. And yeah. it's like, hey, you go oh, find yeah. like there, a scavenger hunt thing. There, I'm sure There, you, it's there
0: used there. to be stuff like that where, this is like a long time ago, but one of my cousins, he bought like a, literally just like a GPS where you like type in coordinates. And like a handheld GPS, not like for your car, but, um, and there would be like forums online where people would post treasure hunting stuff and you would go to these different certain coordinates and there would be like a box with some stuff inside. Actually, there are a series of trails nearby here in this area. I was about to give out the location, but for you stalkers out there, I'm not going to tell Quit you. With stalking
1: us. But yeah, no, someone's so, been banging on my window at night. Oh shit. So I think it's because of this podcast. You Probably, dude.
0: I gave your address way in the oh, in the end of the episode.
1: Bring it on. Let's go.
0: <laughs> hey, go check out his house. Where's the... Don't do it. <laughs> do no, it. but um So I was just hiking in these woods and underneath this tree there was this little like uh military ammo box. And it was one of those it had like I can't remember what it had. It had like a map in it. And like a compass and some other random shit that wasn't that cool, but it was cool that I found this and it had like <laughs> coordinates on it. So apparently, people like that's still a thing, I guess, and those those things exist. You didn't take the map out and no, I just I X marks the spot. I put it back. Oh, I, man. I put it all back how I found it. That's an adventure it. waiting to happen. Well, it was. I can't remember what it was a map of. I think it was like a, just a map of the trail system. Hmm. I don't know if it was anything like. It could have been marked It could have found I don't, treasure. If it was like a map with marked locations that I could have gone to, that I would have, would have done have been it. Awesome. I think we it was
1: a treasure hunting horror movie. Yeah, as above, so below is pretty close. Yeah, it, a lot of people say, and I agree, it's like Indiana Jones, which
0: that's directed by the guy who did the Gypsy Tapes. That's, yes,
1: that's what else they did. Yeah, yeah you're right. That was in that our part in one. Slipped my mind
0: when we were talking about it. But, Me too. Yeah. Um, no, That's but a great like, movie. I I need to. I do like. I'm gonna it. rewatch that tonight, maybe.
1: And that has a great, not only third act, but great like final conclusion yeah. where you realize what's going on. Spoilers. They. Crawl I can't out even of, remember. It's like they go. It's been
0: so long since I've seen it, but I.
1: They go deep down, and then you think they're going further and further down, oh, but yeah. they end up coming out of the manhole cover. I remember. And it's almost yeah, like yeah. the world is inverted. Really cool stuff. Yeah, anyway, yeah. as well so below. But no, I want more like adventure horror movies. Like I think a horror movie in like Egypt would be cool. Yeah. Or like, you know, just something where it's sort of like that movie, um, was it Blood Diamond with Yeah DiCaprio or like the Mummy. Like the Mummy's more comedy action, but I'd love to see like a big budget horror movie mm-hmm. that has that adventure tone. I know Tom Cruise's mummy tried to do it and I never watched that one miserably yeah i heard
0: it's probably a good thing i didn't watch it yeah
1: but like a william friedkin type movie where it's super gritty like something like sorcerer meets the exorcist would be awesome
0: yeah that would anyway we can do it man
1: i'm the king of tangents yeah let's do it yeah let's make it uh give us 200 million dollars yeah whoever's listening
0: dude that's we could do a whole nother podcast about how to get funding, because I'm still trying to figure that out. But, uh,
1: I've never figured it out. I've just always yeah. gone to my own pocket. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, is like, not where, very where, deep right now. Where
0: are these rich producers? Why, they're in LA, probably. They're in LA, yeah.
1: We're in... Blah, 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 and you know,
0: not there. We're in Texas.
1: Oh, we can say it? Yeah. I was I've I was talked about censoring it. myself. I'm in... Oh, no, I did mention it because I was like, house Octoberville, it's cool to see yeah. Texas. Yeah.
0: No, I've talked about it. I'm, you know, I just don't talk. I just didn't want to talk about that exact trail system.
1: And the people up north are could probably tell we're from the south. Probably. They're like, y'all have accents.
0: I always wonder about that.
1: Y'all saying y'all.
0: Yeah, but I, I swear, like, uh, some people from the north have, I don't know, I, accents confuse the hell out of me. So, yeah, I guess uh, that's a good stopping point. I think we've just about covered everything. I mean, from houses October Built to McKamey Manor.
1: To Tension Experience. Tension Experience. Randonautica.
0: Nautica. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, uh, yeah, I'll be trying to put together some more episodes like this. I would love to have Xander back on.
1: I would love to be back.
0: And this has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, man. And if anyone knows any more things like this that are super cool and more interesting than the ones we talked about, let us know. Cause yeah. I love to know about it.
0: Yeah. So where can the people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me at Zandwagon on Instagram and then Horatorium on YouTube.
0: It'll all be linked down below. So you can find it there as well. You can, you know, find me on here. Midnight at the Movies podcast. And on YouTube at the Cornelius Collection where I talk about all the crap that I collect. Cool stuff. And <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. So yeah, I need to create like an email for this podcast so people could email in. Take questions. Yeah, I would love yeah, to be Cool. take questions. I would love to also work on some sort of like live stream for the podcast on the YouTube channel or something. Um, you know, I've been debating on whether or not and this is probably a conversation for off podcast, but fuck it. I've been <laughs> debating. It's your podcast, man. Yeah, I've been debating on whether or not I should upload the audio of these episodes to YouTube as well. That could work. I know some people do that, but it would literally just be like the logo of the podcast and then audio. I don't know, but I know some people listen on YouTube.
1: My mom couldn't figure out Spotify. She was really? like, I have to have an account? What, what is that? I'm like, oh, Jeez,
0: yeah, and I know if you have YouTube Premium, you can listen to YouTube videos and minimize it. Yeah, and uh, that works for some people. Wait, that's
1: only a feature for yeah. YouTube? You actually have that's to have a, the
0: exclusive
1: uh, those membership sneaky, or whatever, bastards.
0: But yeah, until we get that email, you can still contact me on my Instagram or my YouTube channel. If you drop me a comment or something, I'll find it. I check those daily. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.